heat's really wreaking havoc on California. They've been uh, dealing with drought for three years now, record levels of drought this year. It's become a really big problem, and so much so that it's affecting hot pepper plants. They're they're not being able, they're not like, they're skipping the plant itself. The pepper plant is skipping the pollination stage of their growth. And I guess that's so the plant can, um, you know, keep itself in stasis as long as possible uh, to survive. So what that's doing is it's not allowing peppers to grow. And these are peppers, hot peppers that go into making sriracha. That is leading to a sriracha shortage in California. We were talking about this earlier on. Um, on the uh, program with a guest named Dr. Stuart Smythe. He's associate professor of the University of Saskatchewan. We were talking about the idea of the fact that we might have to start dealing with more greenhouses here in Ontario. So we're not importing as many uh, food items from California because of their drought. And here's what he had said about um, the idea of something new, looking to new technologies like vertical farming. We couldn't grow grapes or oranges in a greenhouse, for example, but but certainly strawberries, um, tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, lettuce. I've seen some research out of various parts in the States that are looking at using vertical farming and providing lettuce to the fast food restaurants around large cities. And so so that's economical. So I, I think there's opportunities there for innovation and, and investment into sort of the, that agri-food innovation space. How, how can the Canadian food industry produce more domestic food year-round? Agri-food innovations. And they're happening not just south of the border. They're happening here, even closer to home. Uh, this week, and this is timely, Vision Greens uh, opened their well in Ontario-based vertical farming property. They're using proprietary growing technology to bring clean, better-tasting greens to consumers, they say. Lenny Lewis is the CEO of Vision Greens, joins the Kelly Cotrera Show on 640 Toronto. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Happy to be here. Lenny, describe vertical farming for those of us that have no idea what this looks like. It's it's science fiction to us. <laughs> Sounds like it. And, you know, whenever you go check out vertical farms, it kind of looks like it, too, with the magenta lights and, uh, you know, all the growing technologies in there. But it's actually pretty straightforward. It's really the idea of growing indoor crops vertically stacked in a controlled environment. And, uh, you know, think of it as uh, a greenhouse, but now you've vertically stacked it. And that's really the intent is what you called out, which is to alleviate from all the climate, uh, you know, issues and to alleviate from all the pest issues and uh, just make great food in a smaller space. I was reading that your Visions Greens mission is to positively impact the way people eat by disrupting Canada's multi-billion dollar lettuce import market becoming the number one consumer choice for lettuce with the largest market share for locally grown greens in Canada. It sounds like you're not just going after the fast food industry, like our previous guest said, but you're going after um, all of us, the, you know, the, the people that shop in grocery stores as well. Yeah, I think the intent is to democratize premium food without the premium pricing. You know, and that's what consumers want and why shouldn't they have it? Uh, you know, the idea is, can we grow locally green locally locally grown food that is pesticide free great quality accessible all year round uh you know without having it to travel three thousand miles coming in as you said from california or arizona uh which is what 80 percent of our fruits and vegetables do in canada so our goal is to put a dent in the canadian food system 
I would imagine it's not, it has a lot of pros, but it also has a lot of cons. There are challenges that would, uh, be anywhere from startup costs. That's got to be expensive, especially since land and commercial space is expensive in the GTA. Can you talk about some of the, the cons and how you get around them? Because energy and lighting costs have to be expensive too. Yeah, that typically tends to be the larger cost, which is uh, electricity and hydro. But, you know, ultimately, it's a net positive. You're using five, typically, uh, as we are in Vision Greens, we're using 5% of the uh, land and 5% of the water, as opposed to traditional farming. Not to mention, you know, the food is traveling less than 100 kilometers uh, to go from lettuce to lips, as I like to say. Uh, which, you know, you've got a sustainability play here beyond just the fact that, you know, you're using a lot less resources in terms of land and water. So despite the fact that you are using electricity to power the LED lights, remember these lights have, uh, as you heard from a previous guest, the technology has evolved and the amount of electricity these LED lights draw is, is quite minimal, relatively speaking, to what you would use in other commercial facilities. So it's a, it's a complete net positive and just an ability to provide consumers with just locally grown food that is that tastes good, lasts longer because it didn't travel for seven days. Oh, you just touched on something that I thought was interesting. Um, in the introduction, I was talking about the fact that, you know, you're using proprietary growing technology to bring clean, mm-hmm. better tasting greens to consumers. And if you're just joining us right now, the U is Lenny Lewis, CEO of Vision Greens, which is a well-based uh, vertical farm that just... Uh, got its start uh i think this week was your grand opening on on that facility um i get the idea of cleaner because you're not dealing with runoff from animal farms that could contaminate the the product so you're not going to be dealing with e coli which we hear is a big problem with lettuce coming in from california you know it's like oh we're taking the lettuce off the shelf because there's e coli Mm -hmm. so that's out of the equation how can you claim better tasting sounds gimmicky (laughs) yeah well look that's better tasting certainly subjective you know, I invite everyone to try it. This is the best way to truly determine it. But there's a reason why it's better tasting. You know, part of the reason it's better tasting is because we're growing it to specification. Now, when you're not subject to you know, the variations in climate, you're not subject to the variations in nutrition, and you can manage that in a controlled environment, you can now optimize it for taste. And you can make decisions like, hey, you know what? We're not just going to grow this for volume because that's what allows us to get the best dollar per pound. But instead, what we're going to do is make a smart decision and say, look, consumers want better tasting food because that's how they will consume it. You know, eating salad doesn't have to be a chore. If it tastes good, you're going to eat it. And that's what we, that's the experience we want to bring. So number one is because it's a control environment, you can do that. And then the other real uh, part of the other two reasons is what we touched on earlier. One is because you're not giving chemical baths on it. You're not putting pesticides on it. So the flavor comes through. And the other reason is, you know, this product that comes in from California that's traveling for seven days, plus the nutrition depletes, the flavor depletes during that transportation process. So you've got a trifecta here of, you know, why these greens taste better. And, uh, you know, obviously the best experience is by tasting it, which, you know, that's the feedback we get. This just tastes unbelievable. Okay. So I have a couple of questions uh, and I don't have a lot of time. I'd love you to maybe touch on, are, are you limited to greens because of the pollination factor with other uh, products? Um, you know, this industry is constantly uh, innovating. Usually uh, vertical farms start with leafy greens because they tend to be the easiest to manage in a controlled environment. The future for us is innovation on strawberries and plant-based protein like beans. 
we anticipate we'll be able to come out with that within the next six to 12 months. Would so you bring no, in bees? Uh, would, sorry? Would you bring in bees to pollinate? Uh, that's an option, but no, like at this point, the intent is to keep it, uh, uh, you know, insect free. Okay. Uh, but it's certainly an option because there is such a thing, obviously, as uh, healthy uh, pests to manage crop. And uh, that is certainly what some vertical farms are doing. That's not an immediate plan, but certainly an option. You okay. Know, we just got to con- consistently innovate here. And speaking of innovation, I have like 30 seconds left here with you, but this is interesting. Visions Green's proprietary patent pending technology leverages Mm -hmm. technology from the University of Guelph's research facility in partnership with NASA. Are you looking towards using vertical um, farming in space? Yeah, actually, this technology at the University of Guelph uh, was commissioned by NASA to grow lettuce under space conditions. Uh, you know, and, and in, in a resource constrained environment. So we took that technology and commercialized it. And this is why we're able to use such low resources such as land and water. But yeah, that is the intent uh, of the technologies to bring that to their space missions, uh, including their Mars uh, missions. Lenny, thank you very much. It's been a crash course in vertical farming and it's fascinating stuff. So hopefully we'll talk again soon. I appreciate that. Thank you. Have a great day. Lenny Lewis, the CEO of Vision uh, Greens. They are one of the vertical farms set up in Welland, Ontario, specializing in lettuce. So you might buy at your grocery store.